What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome back to all of our listeners. I'm BJ Sype, and you're listening to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've tuned in today, and I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same with me along the way. I wanted to share the events of last night that took place here in Danville, Kentucky with you today. Per usual, on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m., we have a midweek Bible study together as a church family. Kylie and I got the kids ready and started making our way over to the building when it started to rain. It wasn't all that serious yet, but as we looked out towards our right, the intensity and darkness of the clouds was slightly unsettling. There was no doubt that a large storm was coming through and going to hit us right in the middle of our Bible study. We got there safely and made our way downstairs to get the kids into their classes before joining our own. As we sat down, suddenly phones started to go off everywhere with warning bells. I looked down at my phone and expected to see a flood watch, but that is not what we saw at all. In big, bold letters across my screen read, Tornado Warning, Take Cover. Since we have lived here, we have only ever been under tornado watches, in which the circumstances meant it was possible for a tornado to touch down. A tornado warning means that one has formed and is in our immediate area. Before I had finished processing what was even taking place, the tornado sirens of Danville started to sound outside of the building. As the sirens blared, the next sound we were met with was the rumbling of dozens of feet as everyone from the upstairs auditorium made their way down into the basement to take cover. Now, growing up in Oregon, I never once have dealt with even so much as a tornado warning in my life. In the Pacific Northwest, the things that we have to worry about are wildfires and flooding, but almost never tornadoes. So to hear the sirens and see everyone taking cover was very unsettling for me. I grabbed Kylie's hand and thought to myself, I'm sure glad that we are where we are right now. You see, the building here in Danville where we worship and study was built in the 1950s. While the upstairs area as you walk in contains our foyer and auditorium, all of our classes are downstairs in the basement. And the basement is not just any basement, though. All of its walls are made of solid concrete. While that makes getting internet and cell reception downstairs a huge pain, it is probably one of the safest places that we could be in the event of a tornado, aside from an underground storm shelter. We continued on with classes for a little while before one of the elders poked their heads in and said that we were going to go ahead and dismiss early for the evening so everyone could get home to safety before the next wave came through as more severe weather was ahead in the forecast. As we dismissed, Kylie looked at me and said, What do you want to do? 
and I knew exactly what she meant. You see, our home, while wonderfully built of solid brick and new and beautiful, does not have a basement or storm shelter at all. We have a crawl space under our house, which is not a safe place to be in the event that a tornado does touch down over top. We talked about bringing air mattresses back over here to the building and having a sleepover in my office, which actually sounded kind of fun. As we discussed it, we had multiple members come up and check to see if we wanted to come stay with them since they had full basements and extra space, which was so thoughtful and kind. I love our church family and how we care for each other. We decided to go ahead and go home and keep the emergency weather radio on and close. I stayed up until about 2 a.m. to watch and listen, and if things looked like they were about to get bad again, we did have somewhere that we could be in five minutes. Thankfully, there were no more warnings through the night, and everyone slept safe and sound. Well, almost everyone. I think I'll hit the sack a little bit early tonight to get caught up on my rest. As I laid in bed watching the radar, my mind went to the words of David in Psalm 27, verses 1-10. through 10. It reads like this, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For He will hide me in His shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of His tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy, and I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face, and my heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger, O you who have been my help. Cast me not off, forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. David is one of those biblical characters that I am drawn to the most for so many reasons. One of the things about David that has always commanded my attention was his ability to find peace and harmony from God despite the chaos and disarray that was his life. The words that David writes in this psalm are not metaphorical in nature. He legitimately had enemies encamped around him waiting to take his life from him. It was not only enemies such as the Philistines that he would go to war and fight against at times, but it was his own king and father-in-law who spent years hunting him. Physical harm was not all that David would face through his life, though. He would feel alone, go hungry, be betrayed, experience loss, and feel the bitter consequences sometimes of his own actions. What did David turn to in these moments? 
when all others, even his own family, would desert him. In every instance, David sought shelter in the Lord. God was his refuge, the one who gave him peace and security through every single danger and discouragement. It did not matter the size of the storm, because the Lord had taken him in. I look at David's life, and sometimes I feel ashamed. How many times have I allowed myself to become distraught and feel hopeless over things far less intense or serious than the things that David experienced? How many times have I turned to the wrong things to find peace and security in the middle of the storm? Look at the things that people rush to in order to find peace when chaos swarms their lives. Escaping through addiction to drugs, alcohol, or pornography. Denying the reality around us by believing lies. Burying ourselves in work, entertainment, or impulse purchases. You see, all the places that people turn to for shelter end up making things even worse. It's like taking shelter from a tornado in an open field. The only one that can bring us peace and the only place that we can truly find shelter in our lives is through the presence of God. Find rest in Him. Seek Him, and He will take you in. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and video sessions. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and family, and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all, each and every day, set our minds above.